Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Kamusta Pax. Hello everyone, how have you all been doing? I hope you guys have been seizing the most out of your new year. Even if it's just like well into the first week of 2023. <laughs> okay, so as I was writing this podcast, because, you know, just for anyone who's curious, I actually write the episodes to my podcast um, first before I record them. Uh, it's easier for me to have like a script of my scatterbrained thoughts out on paper or in my case, my screen before I start hitting the record button. But yeah. I know and I'm super well aware that for many other like people and experienced podcasters, they usually like do it on the fly and, you know, they just press play and everything seems to come out so elegantly and so nice and wow, that's so great. I mean, keep on doing your thing. I wish I could do the same because it would save me a lot of time. But also maybe this is just like a me thing. I It's just I find it difficult to pick apart pieces and go into like a consistent train of thought if I don't have any sort of like semblance of planning or idea of uh, how to progress. So this would also be for everyone's sake and mine as well because it's such like it's such a cleaned up version without all the ums attached to like every phrase or every sentence. Yeah. And also because I believe that for many other podcasts, they usually do it with someone else or they would have like guests on the show, which would just like make everything so much easier. They could just have like prompts and you could kickstart the podcast. But for me specifically, I'm not there yet. You know, I'm still recording this and doing it at home to the best of my abilities. And I'm not exactly sure yet how to like progress with having another person on the show. I mean, more or less, it's also like a technical thing because I only have like one mic with me now. But who knows? Because I would love to have more people on the show, people who have like expertise about things that is well out of my comfort zone or those who just like want to scramble out thoughts the same way I'm doing right now. Let's go. Let's do it. OK, but eventually we'll get there and we'll make it happen. So just keep on supporting me and we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Um but then again, you can kind of like understand and clearly see the difference. Like, for example, um, if you notice like with two people or if you like listen to other podcasts, like with two or more people in a show or an episode, there's like a space for an actual conversation to take place. So the back and forths uh, between one person and the other, for me, the way I've observed it, it's just like they flow naturally in comparison to just like one person coming up and pre-planning a topic and like traversing around the topic itself with um, my thoughts and perspectives. You know, I just feel like the thought and conversational progression comes organically if you have another person. Okay, yeah. But enough about that. What I wanted to talk about today was independence and how it could may or may not be hurting you and your relationship subconsciously. This could be something that you're already aware of, and if that's the case, take this as just a reminder because I tend to mess up remembering important aspects that may be unhealthy for me and the way I build relationships around people. And it's nice, you know, when you get that, um, oh yeah, moment wherein you realize that you shouldn't be doing this at all, and it's just all about being mindful. So anyway, I 
personally take this with a lot of grain of salt because, you know, this is also based on my experience because I've also had like a lot of like instances wherein I would try to open up to people and have them um, decide certain things for me or how they would want to do it because I trust them. And then in the end, it doesn't really come full circle. Like I would immediately regret giving them that part of me or that trust because they don't treat it with the same level of respect that I would like them to. Like, for example, when it comes to dating, um, there's always this like tiptoe walking around eggshells feeling whenever you try and get to know someone um, for the first time. Because you kind of just want to slowly reveal parts of you that you consider like messy or touchy because you don't want to freak them out and of course at the first parts of a relationship you're not really always sure what page each of you are on but the thing is you're only really that way because you want them to like you and you want to be the best version of yourself which it's totally fine you know there's nothing wrong with that everyone wants to give off a good impression especially if it's a first date or for some of you you've tried like you know laying all your cards down on the table like let's just get it out of the way and you know in turn it scared like previous people away and when that keeps happening you just i don't know you go on date after another and the same thing happens and history keeps repeating itself and in the end it's like these series of traumatic emotional experiences and you kind of just end up building this thick layer of skin or you end up like building really high walls and you essentially become exuberantly independent and by independence i mean that you're someone who has like more or less perfected the art of being your own person you can function, you can think your own thoughts without being dependent on someone else's approval or what they gotta say. You just like do your own thing. You know, may it be like from a romantic partner or your family or your friends. Um, I remember there's this ongoing joke with friends when we talk about being single and it goes like, oh, you know, you're this strong, independent woman that need no man or no woman or no person if that's what you're into. And you know, that's a good thing, you know, especially in today's society to be strong, to be independent, to be capable because you can survive and because you can handle yourself. Um, but I feel like once you really internalize all the independence and the mistrust and if that's what your mindset has been for the longest time it becomes kind of hmm, it's kind of unfair for people who actually want to be part of you genuinely in your life because it limits the experiences you would have with them if you had just given it a chance for one it affects how you communicate with them i mean it's a given guys in any relationship there's a certain level of, um, let's just say, vulnerability that is required to keep it going, to just keep it, you know, fueled. And a, a big part of that is being vulnerable and talking about your feelings. It's, it's a bonding experience in itself and allows you to get to know your partner or someone on a deeper level. But if you're, if you're too caught up in being independent you may be inadvertently be shutting off that someone because you'd rather do and face whatever it is on your own. So it doesn't really do anything to help that relationship grow. And um, second, 
it's going to sprout a lot of like self-esteem issues from the other person. So if you're too caught up with doing everything yourself because you're afraid of being let down, how do you think um, your partner or someone else is really going to feel if they want to help you, if they just want to be there? They're, they're going to feel rejected or unappreciated and you know unacknowledged when all they really want to do is be there for you emotionally, physically, mentally, or however they want to be there for you. I'm just saying that if you plant these little seeds of over-independence over time, your garden patch, your little garden patch will grow into like problems for your current and or future relationships. Okay. So I noticed that <laughs> this, this train of thought just became a little like the battle between the jaded and the wear your heart on your sleeve situation, a little bit, but I beg to differ um, because as you, as you try to protect yourself from other people, you should also find a way to balance it and allow yourself the luxury to experience other people who want to build a solid and strong relationship with you, who want to build that foundation. And by being fair to them and by giving them a chance, you're actually also being fair to yourself and giving yourself a chance. So you see, there's this like, I don't know, unspoken irony of allowing yourself to feel and experience the joys and, and all the ups and downs that comes with getting to know someone. And yes, again, I acknowledge that it's easier said than done. Making the first move can be super intimidating or at least like even just reciprocating the first move you know coming up with things to say to keep the conversation going and if you're just like awkward in the body like me I I understand the anxiety that's attached to it or that comes with it but I think the best piece of advice I've learned over the years is maybe it's as simple as being present to be presently you, to be presently in the moment. Because if you're too busy minding how to act or keeping your guard up or keeping up with ways to make them feel like interested, that that's not really how you are as a person. It's just going to mess everything up and you're bound to trip. No, it's just that another thing, I digress a bit. You know, it's just that I noticed that a lot of people have hmm, have also used being independent and being single as a personality trait that they embody it so much that they end up pushing people away so it's really doing more harm than good i keep seeing this um uh how do i say it i keep seeing this type of mindset i'm not sure if that's the correct or the right term but it's on my feed or on my timeline or on my For You page. And honestly, I admire how unapologetically strong and at home they are for who they are. But I can't help but feel that if someone tried to walk into their lives right now, the first thing they would say to break the ice or <laughs> their first pitch to the other person would be like, hey, this is me. Don't try to change me. If you like me, great. If you hate me, I don't care. On to the next one. There's more people out there. And just a disclaimer, guys, I'm saying this in a scenario where, for example, you actually like the person, so you've weeded out mediocrity. You're faced with someone you actually like that you think is worth a shot. And so you're here. And, you know, thankfully or, you know, gratefully, they're also up to your standards, yada, yada. But seriously, guys, from experience, I know it's tempting to just like stick to what you've gotten used to. It may seem like a foreign concept to gradually let your guard down and let people in, 
But there is such a thing as interdependence. Okay, so by definition or like a quick Google search, interdependence is the dependence of two or more people or things on each other. So you can see how that works, right? So essentially, you can look at it as a safe space or the middle ground between over-independence or being like exuberantly independent and the opposite of it, which is like over-dependency or clinginess. If you and your partner are able to find the right balance, I will tell you, you guys are going to be an unstoppable like unstoppable relationship wise, a true force to be reckoned with. And who doesn't want that, right? I mean, if you're ace, that's fine. Um, this doesn't apply to you if you're like um, really at home at being single. It's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm, I'm just saying for the rest of the people out there, if you picture this, like two strong and independent individuals may be like in a platonic or non-platonic relationship, and they know how to not sacrifice themselves in order to kind of, you know, maintain their individuality, that's interdependence, guys. And that should be, like, the healthy way of coping with um, overdependence or overdependency. But, yeah, you know, I think that's the the end of this, like, little talk about um, relationships and independence and whatnot. But, you know... The reason why I love podcasting in this um, experience sharing format is because I can talk about things I'm passionate about or really just get into the nitty gritty of things and it would still be socially acceptable. I feel like it's more personal and intimate. Like how I listen to podcasts is usually I do them on my commutes to work or class or when I'm commuting home. I can just like pop in my AirPods and drown everything out and it makes it feel like I'm legitimately part of their day and it feels more awesome and connected. So <laughs> yeah, sometimes I even do it while I'm um, doing household chores like cooking or laundry. So it's like a modern day radio. But seriously, I feel like the podcasting community is a very safe space for me to start. And it's not as intimidating as YouTube or TikTok where I need to come up with lots of different tactics to get views while also minding how I look like. It's just here I can I can just talk in front of the mic and that's great and I feel accomplished. I feel happy. That's great, right? <laughs> so if this or any of my podcasts has resonated with you, has helped you or made you smile in any way, it's already made my day. So thank you. You know, in the future, in the future, once I actually feel like the show is picking up, maybe I can create this like separate email for the podcast so you guys can maybe ask questions or seek advice that I could discuss on the show. Maybe it could be a great way for me to make you guys feel included as well. Because guys, we're all about inclusivity here. And don't worry, I'll keep everything private. Your names are going to be anonymous. But again, let's just see how it goes right? Okay. So thank you guys for tuning in and just hanging out with me. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers.